Ah, yes, it is Fat Pile Friday on Chewing the Fat. And I already know. I've got my weekend planned. Uh, It's supposed to be nice outside. Nice-ish. Not as cold as it has been here in the uh, Metroplex. But I didn't realize uh, until last night. And since I had to get up early to come in and uh, sit in with Pat Gray this morning on Pat Unleashed. Another award-winning broadcast, by the way, if you have an opportunity to listen to that show today. Because I was on it. It was tremendous. Uh, But yesterday, uh, we missed a celebration. It was the 30-year anniversary of Ted Bundy's execution uh, yesterday. And Netflix uh, dropped their documentary, uh, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, yesterday. I did not because, and it was too late. I had to get up too early. I was, I, there's, it's a four-part thing. I, can't, I couldn't do it last night. I, if I hadn't had to be in here for Pat this morning, I would have been up all night watching it. However, today, whenever I get home and tell everyone to leave me alone, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, will be viewed by me. It looks really, really good. Um, and remember the Ted Bundy movie that was with, uh, what's his face from uh, Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon played Ted Bundy a hundred years ago. It was a great, uh, Ted Bundy movie. If you ever have an opportunity to see it, it's probably too old school now, uh, you know, from a hundred years ago, but it was worth watching at the time. Uh, and I like Mark Harmon. So, I mean, he played a great Ted Bundy, uh, but I am looking forward to the Ted Bundy tapes. Uh, most definitely. Now Netflix, you know, makes the joke of. Don't watch it alone. It's a good ad campaign. Um, okay, I, I promise that I, I'll, I won't watch it without other people in the house. But I will. I won't have the kids come in. We won't gather around and let the family watch conversations with a killer. But I'm looking forward to it. That is for sure. All right, let's get to Fat Pile Friday. This story's been uh, sitting in the Fat Pile. Uh, you know, just moldering on the top. That's the word. That's the word. My word of the day, moldering. Uh, great story. And it, it's not really a great story, but it turns out good because you can't believe that something like this would happen in today's world. And maybe it's just my white privilege. And we do have the white privilege test to take that's still in the fat pile as well. But a man arrested uh, by Illinois police uh, for stealing what turned out to be his own car. Cops were really bad on this. Uh, a woman called police when she saw him trying to fix a loose part on his car and thought he was a thief. Okay, so that's kind of explainable. You know, obviously, uh, the, the racist people will say that if it was a white person doing that to his car, uh, she wouldn't have called the police. But I don't know. I question that. You know, I say, all right, I mean, you know, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was her prejudice that made her think that it was a black guy, so he was robbing a car. But... um He has now settled uh, with the police department, the city of Evanston. Uh, The story is amazing. So he is fixing his car. He got out of his car, um, and he's trying to fix a loose part of molding on his car. And uh, the lady calls police and says he was trying to steal it. Now, she then follows him after he gets back in the car and drives it. as he drove from his, his apartment to the, universe, to the university and called the police. The student got out of the car, arms raised when asked, all right, then was tackled, 
when he did not immediately lie on the ground as ordered. Are you kidding me? Come on. He was reportedly, reportedly, now by the way, struck at least 10 times and the dash camera filmed the arrest. Right. Stop resisting. Right. Stop resisting. Like, what am I being pulled over for? What are you doing? What's going on? Right. I just want to know. Get down on your knees. I just want to know what you're, what you're asking me to do. Right. And that's what happened. Right. See, they, the force was justified, according to the police spokesman, as they thought it was a case of car theft. I mean. Stop resisting. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, he was a later acquitted on all charges. Stop resisting. Brought the lawsuit for damages. And we'll see who's resisting now. Okay. Uh, they have, uh, they have now settled. He is, uh, he's 25. He was 25 when the incident happened. Uh, the Evanston city council will vote on the final settlement, but, uh, it's, he's going to get at least 1.25 million. Oh, I will stop persisting for that. Um, I, I hope he gets 80 million. That is agonizing. Good for him. I, I mean that that is agonizing. I mean, when, just because he's a black guy, and I really do kind of believe this now as I'm breaking down the story. And you can shake your head like, no, it wasn't. You know, he was, he was, what was he doing? Stop resisting. Thank you. But he tries to fix a little moly, drives to the university. The lady, the nosy white lady, follows him to the university, has the police says, him, that's him. He gets out of the car with his hands up. Hey, what are you pulling me over Stop for? Stop resisting. I just want to know what I'm being Stop pulled resisting. over for. Tackled, punched. You're trying to steal a car. No, Stop it's resisting. my car. Officer, it's my Stop car. Resisting. It's my car. Stop, Stop resisting. Car. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're acquitted. It was. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. It was your car. Oh, geez. Sorry. And, man, we didn't mean to arrest you. So I guess it. Man, did we make a mistake? We're really sorry. Uh huh. Are you? Are you? So at least a little over a million goes to this guy. Good for him. Good for him. Ooh, this might actually be worth it. And I'm not a big candle guy. Um, I know a lot of people in this building love candles, including including Mr. Beck, Mr. Headshot, Big Shot guy in the building. Uh, loves candles, but KFC is now launching their very own gravy-scented candles. So first the fire log and now candles? Fire logs and now candles. The limited edition KFC-scented candles are going to capture the essence of the famous gravy. First come, first serve. There's only 230. Oh, we're, they're already gone. They're already gone. Go to their website right now. Go to KFC.com or whatever their website is and see if we can get one of these candles. Um, the spokesman said you're not dreaming. You can now fill your home with the incredible aroma <laughs> of KFC gravy. Oh, are, you, are, are they still available? There's, two, there's no way are they still available. It's only 230 of them. Because remember the fire logs, they only had like two. They were already gone because we tried to get those. So are we able to get them? I'm just talking to the microphone and when I'm talking when I, when I request, you know, an answer, you can just talk right in the microphone. Just turn So the basically the what they're saying is it's a limited edition and you have to put your information and you could win one. You can't buy them. What? All right, KFC. Stop it.
Just sell the candles. And by the way, this is not here in the United States. This is the UK and Ireland. Um, amazing. The internet is worldwide. Uh, that's what WWW stands for. Uh, so it's like World Wide Web. We can we can pretend we're there. The IP address might not be in Ireland, but hey, we can be there. So we can't even not even a shot is what you're saying. We don't, why why am I doing the story then? Now I'm just I've just made myself hungry for KFC. You saw their new bowl though, the yes. new bowl with the potatoes and the corn and the chicken and the gravy. That looks good. Now, of course, I can't eat that stuff anymore because it's it's you know it's not it's not heart conducive apparently. But that bowl, and, and by the way, I will say that that bowl will need extra gravy. So that bowl that they serve, whatever it is, their their chicken, potatoes, and corn, which, by the way, you make yourself at home when you have KFC. You break off the chicken, the extra crispy skin, and you yep. put it on a plate, you put the potatoes on, then you pour, douse it in gravy. I mean, that's what you eat. I mean, that's what you have. So they're just doing what people have been doing forever. Now they introduce a spicy bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And that looked really good. But you're going to have to order Make sure when you order it, you order a, a side of gravy. Order that and a side of gravy. Because when it comes, I promise you, you'll go, oh, this looks really good. More gravy. So why wait to have it? Just have it there. Have it at the ready. And you're welcome. I mean, you're welcome. Now, apparently, there's been a study that uh, from a business insider that uh, tried the French fries from uh, the five major, major fast food chains. To see who does it best. Now, I would say that uh, I don't know who would, you know, be the best out of the five, but they they went through the five to see who would be the best. And by French fries, you mean the skinny fries, right? Not the waffle fries. No, they tried the them all. The five major fast food chains. They tried them all, and you know they voted for the best. Um, hold, hold on, just a second. All right. What? What do you mean what? What? You're in my place. Does he not know, know that we're friend. recording? This is, my this is uh, chewing the fat recording session. <laughs> You're in my way. Okay? Do you do you take this stupid cord down here, or is it the one that stays here? No, it stays. Yeah, that's the one I left here for you. You're welcome. All right. Whatever. I... Are you done with your silly, like silly the news and who cares? Or I mean, the news yes. and why it matters. Yes, I'm done with my silly <laughs> news. And who cares. You know, the... yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm sure it was a riveting episode today. It, it was. Oh my god. Might be the best television ever done. Um, if not, if not the best, it's definitely top two. Top two. Top two. Top two. Yeah. So are you? I mean, now you're you're apparently done. You can pack up your no. crap and get out. And in fact, you know, I'm not getting paid to speak right now, so I'm even done talking to you. All right. Uh, okay. Please hold right. while we wait for Pat Gray to leave the room. Thank you. Pat Gray has left the building. That was very rude of Pat Gray. Thank you. He just comes walking in, rouncing in here like, oh, I just leave my stuff here. I can do anything I want. We were talking some serious topic. Okay, Pat Jeff, Gray. So who has the best French fries? All right, first we tried uh, McDonald's. Salty, thin, crispy, classic fries, consistent over the years. Actually, they haven't been consistent over the years because they changed the, the, oil. Uh, the oil. And that, that uh, meant a lot. To me personally, really on the McDonald's fries, I can't eat them anymore now, because of now, the oil. Now, I can't. Let's be clear. I don't eat any of these anymore. Right? They're not heart. They're not heart conducive. So I, and I'm just going by what this story says. I don't have any any vote. To, and, uh, yeah, this is not spoons. However, in the past, prior to not being heart conducive, uh, pre yeah pre uh, 
pre-attack. I may have eaten a few of these. So then they went to a Wendy's, which Wendy's doesn't have bad fries. I kind of like the potato skin on the side fries Wendy's. I like them if they're cooked long enough. Sometimes they pull them out fast. And when you pull out fast, anyway, so then they went to uh, Taco Bell for the, for the nacho fries. Right. And those were okay. We all, the nacho fries, I remember when they first started these, we did have an actual spoon segment with these and uh, they were okay. They were okay. Yes. Yeah. Whoever went to get them for our spoon segment took too long. Whoever it was, whatever, whatever chick we had running around doing stuff for us didn't do it right. If it was Marissa, then so be it. But one of the chicks over there, one of the little chicks over there that run around and get stuff for us, they uh, didn't do it fast enough. But they weren't bad. They weren't bad. I mean, they're, you know, okay, you got the little dipping sauce, whatever. Now, uh, Burger King fries, uh, according to this study, thicker, sturdier than the competition, uh, thicker than the Taco Bells, or almost texture of steak fries. I haven't had Burger King fries in a long time, so I'm not, I, I can't, I don't know what to tell you on this. Because I, I, at one point, I was kind of a Burger King fan, and then it went away quick. The only thing I like about Burger King was the Cheetos. Remember that? I the do, Cheetos. and, and I, I'm a fan of their breakfast stuff. Yes, uh, the more, uh, than Mc, more than McDonald's, actually. More than McDonald's, I like the Burger King breakfast stuff better. The, the croissants, the egg and cheese. No, this, oh my gosh, no, I don't eat it anymore. This is not, I am not telling you, you should not eat these stuff. This is just, if you want to be heart conducive. Uh, I'm sorry? If you want to be heart conducive. You do not want to eat this. And then uh, we went to uh, Chick-fil-A. Uh, flop, uh, they're, they, according to this story, they're underwhelming. I would agree with that. Uh, I, I don't. The waffle fries are, uh, you know, they look good. But sometimes, again, again, they pull them out too fast. I don't know why they do that. I don't know. I, I know they're in a hurry. They've got a big audience, a big crowd. They're trying to get people in and out. I understand it's fast food. I got it. Same with uh, Steak and Shake. I like steak and shake fries. They're thin and they're they're long, but they pull them out too fast, and they just when they they get just too nothing happens. You pull them out too fast, it's just limp, soggy. It's just not good. It's not conducive. <laughs> it's not. Conducive. I'm sorry. It's not conducive to life. It's not conducive to anything. Now, while I'm complaining about them, I've been eating them in the past. These just weren't cooked right. Damn it! And then more ketchup. <laughs> and by more ketchup, you mean what? More Heinz ketchup. But he just gave you one scoop by, of ketchup. And, and by the way, Heinz is uh, coming out with a new thing too. Where is that story? Hold on, we got. Please hold while Jeff Fisher finds the Heinz ketchup story because I know I had it in the in the new fat pile. See, there's the old fat pile. There's the old fat pile of the stack that's been there all week. But then I went through last night and I just got a, you know just a ton more stories. So that's of, not fat pile. That's just current news. Well, it's part of the fat pile. It doesn't become a fat until we just don't do it that day and we get in another day. Don't get, don't bog me down with facts. All right, this is this is still fat pile. Heinz just created a fancy ketchup with a totally new look. It's Heinz ketchup caviar. I like the caviar part. They just uh, brought the term fancy ketchup to a whole new level. I thought they were already story. fancy. I know. I know. Uh, limited batch, 150 jars. I'll oh, see. This is going to be this is going to be a thing where you have to register to to get it. What are they doing? You know, it's Heinz. 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 Uh, the company is calling its promotion the Valen Heinz to remember. 
So it's a Valentine's thing. Today, food, caviar, ketchup. Tastes like Heinz tomato ketchup because literally just ketchup, no fish eggs here. Oh, they're just ketchup balls. I don't know. That might actually be good. That actually might be good. Just the ketchup balls like that. If it'd be uh, it'd be surprising what would happen if you were to dip the limp fries into the ketchup balls. What would happen? Just asking. I don't know exactly what would happen. Anyway, um, but the the story on the fries. I don't know that they pick a winner now. What do they? They took me out. Burger King comes close in a second. Wait, amazingly, Taco Bell, after much debate, deliciously seen a flavor to pass even against the... So they give, they give Taco Bell number one. Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and Wendy's. I disagree with that. I disagree with that lineup. Wendy's needs to be closer to the top, for sure. Uh, when they are done right, the Wendy's French fries are the best. On top of which, uh, you can dip the Wendy's fries into the Frosty if needed. If you happen to run out of ketchup... You know who does that a lot? Who got me hooked on that is Glenn Beck. He's dipping the fries into the Frosty. We were somewhere, and he was, I remember this was so so, so long ago. We were somewhere, and and I know it's a surprise that Glenn and I went through the drive-thru at Wendy's, but it happened. And uh, uh, we started dipping the fries in the Frosty. It was so good. They were so good. And and I'm a ketchup man, you know, but I mean, I I hate to waste the fries with the Frosty when I can have it separate, because either way, but... They were darn good together. So, and at that time, those particular fries, extra crispy and hard. On that uh, Heinz ketchup, did you see how you could get it? No, that's what you're for. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) on the 24, Heinz company tweeted out, and in order for you to participate, you have to tweet out, from the 24 to the 28th. Yeah, that's yesterday. Uh, yeah, if, we're li- if you're listening to this podcast on the day we recorded it, it was Friday the 25th of January 2019. And then they will pick. All you have to do is reply to the call to action by the Twitter. Uh, hello? Who's the person who's always wanted to be a Heinz ketchup policeman? Me. Forever. I want to be a Heinz ketchup police officer for, since the time began. I want the Heinz ketchup badge. I want to go into restaurants and bust them for pretending, you know, a lot of restaurants. We've been over this before. Heinz, call me. All right, we got to take the uh, white privilege test. Uh, Eighth grade privilege test. Were you ready to take a privilege test in eighth grade? Think about it. Think about where you were in eighth grade, what you were doing in your life, what was going on. Uh, see if you were ready to take the white privilege. Well, it doesn't say it's the white privilege test. It was just the privilege test. And uh, the test, we've printed out as much as we can. It looks like almost the whole test, but we may have missed a couple of questions on the test that you take. So uh, things to check off to see if you're actually, you know, privileged. So, uh, have have never been mocked for my accent. I mean, Chris can't check that. What the hell? No, you can't. You have been. I mean, I, hell, I've done. I mean, I, I apologize. I wouldn't. I don't do it now. 
Are you sure? No. <laughs> no. And by the way, we'll just pause for just one second. All right, just, just one second. As I'm talking to you, I look to my right. Pat Gray did not pick up all his mess. He just left his debris here. Like and I'm water. a trash guy. Half a bottle, water, cap off, news stories. I mean. Remote control. What's going on? Is that his tissue for his nose? If it is. <laughs> yeah, well better. Wait, that has more water in the bottle. Yeah, I don't care. What is this story? I don't care about this story either. I don't care. If he cared about it, he should have kept it. All right, back to the privilege test. He really, that guy, seriously, ticks me off. Have never been told that I'm attractive for my race. Oh, you're good looking for a white guy. You know, you're not bad for a Puerto Rican. I've never experienced negativity because of my race. I mean, I, I've, checked, I've checked these. I've never been called a racial slur. That's not true. I have. No, no question. Uh, a racial slur. I've been called, you know, big fat whitey. That is not a racial uh, slur. Oh, my gosh. Big fat whitey? That is not a racial That's slur. That's a personal attack and a racial slur. It's the truth. Yeah, okay. All right, thanks, Mr. Racist. Go ahead. Tell the joke. I see everybody laughing on the other side of the glass. Tell the joke. What's your problem? Big fat cracker. That's racist. Okay. And, right. And, that, and tell me, big fat whitey is not big fat no, cracker. It's the no. same thing. No, yes, it not. is. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. You don't know what you're talking about, Rican. <laughs> That's racist. Oh, oh, geez, it is. I was just, I thought I was being factual. Uh, I've never been told that I sound white. I don't know that I can. I don't know if I can check that. A stranger has never been asked to touch my hair or if it's real. <laughs> I've asked you that. I think I've been asked that. Trump too. is being asked that too. I am heterosexual. What has that got to do with privilege? I've never doubled. I've never doubted my parents' acceptance of my sexuality. What that? I've never been called a derogatory term for a homosexual. They can't even write the term. What, what term are they talking about? Homo? A gayster? I don't think. No, keep going. No? Fag? There Probably it is. that. Yeah. Probably that. You can't say that anymore. We'll have to edit that. I've never been called a derogatory term for homo. Oh, I already just read that. We already went down that list. I don't want to repeat it again. We have to edit it again, which we're not going to do, by the way. I've never tried to hide my sexuality. Isn't that the same one as before? No, well, the other one before was, uh, I'm heterosexual, and I've never doubted my parents' acceptance of my sexuality. So you've never doubted whatever it is. I've never tried to hide my sexuality. I'm always comfortable demonstrating PDA with people I like. I hate PDA, so and I'm straight. I mean, if it's cooked right. I like PDA, but they usually it's limp and they don't cook it long enough. I've never been ostracized or excluded because of my religious beliefs. Okay. So? I, I am a man. Uh, okay. okay. No, you're an eighth grader. I feel comfortable in the gender I was born in. I've never felt unsafe because of my gender. I've never been denied an opportunity because of my gender. This, this is eighth grade? I don't think. Are you kidding me? I've never been sexually harassed or assaulted. Ooh, check. can't check that one. 
My family, and, oh man, I've been, you, you, I've been sexually harassed or assaulted. Where? I don't like to talk about it. Oh, I'm sorry. There's some things, Chris, it's just too far. That's one of them. When, when I was sexually harassed or assaulted, it's just too far. My family and I have never lived below the poverty line. I can say that in eighth grade, I don't know that I, by eighth grade, I guess I kind of knew that we were white trash in a trailer. No, nah, that's racist. But I'm talking about myself. Oh, oh okay. I'm okay. myself. But before then, I don't know that I ever realized. I mean, we were just another dirt bag in a blocks of dirt bags in Saginaw, Michigan. You know what I mean? Some houses were bigger. Ours was the white trash trailer that they still allowed in the neighborhood. <laughs> they still allowed in the neighborhood. And, uh, but you know, then when you start, I guess when you start getting a little bit older, you start realizing like, um, they have new clothes every day. They look like they wash their clothes every day. They have clean clothes. They have Nikes and I have Nike. Yeah. What is Nike? Yeah, and, and they wear blue tip tennis shoes that are actually, the blue tip is in the tip. My blue tip is like torn half off from the outside. So I've got like blue tip, blue tip. Uh, I feel comfortable in the gender I was born in. Stop it. I've never felt unsafe because of my gender. I've never been denied an opportunity because of my gender. Why do you keep I've reading the same ones? Catcalled. I have been sexually harassed or something. Because I keep going down this list. It just drives me insane. I'll, go, I'll move to the next. It's too many of them. They were going to say it's great. I've never been catcalled. I've never been denied an opportunity. Because, no, I'm just teasing you now. The, let's go to the next one. My parents are still married. Okay. Mine are. I mean, when I was in eighth grade. Um, oh, when I was in eighth grade, that's when my dad died. Oh, yeah. But see, before then, my parents were back together again. And they, then they were separated before they got back together. That's how you get back together again. You separate. But they never got divorced. So, but at the time, for a while there, you know, my mom and, and myself and my brother just lived in the trailer alone. You know, dad was kicked out. He was off getting drunk somewhere. Yeah. And then, you know, then he got his eye. Ah, I know it's, it's hard. It's all coming back to me. Trip now. down memory lane right now. Are you okay? You I, I do not have any learning disabilities. That's not true. Oh, you have many. I do not have any physical disabilities. Oh, you That's have not many. true. I do not have any social disabilities. Oh, That's not wow. true. Wow. I've never had an eating disorder. Not wow. true. I've never been depressed. Not true. I've never considered suicide. I've never attempted suicide. But have you considered it? I've never taken medication for my mental health. Oh, I have. Well, of course, you're milking the system. Don't get me started on that. I'm don't no- get Don't. Don't get me started on that. You and your... Well, there was an explosion on the there same was. continent and- I was on, so I'm injured. Don't. I've never felt underweight or overweight. I feel both. I can promise you that one of those is correct. <laughs> I've never been shamed for my body type. I mean, have you listened to this network? That's no, not this even- network and the audience. And then from eighth grade on? Oh, man. When, when would you were called fatty mcfatty face like when did that start like forever really chris i shot my i had to get my my clothes in the husky section 
Oh, yes, I remember this story. Oh, yeah, yes, it's funny now, right? Oh, yeah, we just all remember it now. Ah, we remember now how fat Jeff was. Ah. My family can afford medical treatment, medication when I need it. You know, even though we were white trash living in a trailer, I, I, don't, I don't remember it ever a time in my life. Ever, you couldn't ever, go to a doctor? Ever. That when we were sick, we didn't go see a doctor. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if we were paid for it. I don't know if the doctor came knocking around trying to collect money later. You know what I mean? Seriously, no joke. I, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, he'd drive by and my mom would make him chicken or she would just say, go out and play. The doc would stay for a while. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I do, I do know. I do know the mailman would stop by ever so often and sing with my mom. Uh, oh, really? And her friend. Whoa. Uh, my mom and her A friend duet? would be playing the piano and, and the, the postman would deliver mail and then he would come inside and sing with them. Huh, that's cool. That's what I thought. When he was inside, I was going through the mailbag. I've never felt... Uh, <laughs> I consider myself to be physically attractive. I do now. Okay, I do now. My family can afford a therapist. Who can afford well, a who therapist? Could have, nobody affords uh, no. a therapist. Nobody pays for a therapist. I've never been shamed for my religious beliefs. See, they keep repeating the yeah. same kind of stuff. I've never been shamed. I've never been attacked for my religious beliefs. No, there is a place of worship for my religion in town. What town doesn't have your place of religion? Really? Every uh, town in America I has mean, everything unless available. Unless you live in a town that has two people. Well, unless you're a Jew, you're not allowed to have whatever you go to pray with because we've seen that here in Dallas, Texas, to try to get them out. What do you mean? We've covered this in this network where, like, they tried to do, like, kind of their church in their apartment, and they're like, no, you can't do that here. Oh, in the neighborhood, in the yeah. houses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a questionable thing. All right? There's a difference between... There's a difference between... uh celebrating your religion and your beliefs in your home and bringing over a hundred people every day or more. Okay. That now you're, you know, you're starting to push the limits a little bit. I'm saying it's okay for you. And first your amendment, family. baby. First amendment. Don't give me that. The first amendment doesn't say that I can bring 18 million people to my home every day. Well, maybe it does the neighborhood, but you know what? My, my homeowners association, yeah, they don't let me. That's the problem. You should have moved somewhere else. <laughs> that was the deal, though, right? I mean, they were people were, yeah, uh, you know, people were too many people showing up at the house every yeah, day. Yeah, too many people, and then there were, uh, according to the the suit, it was like cars were parking right. everywhere, blah blah blah. blah. And, you know, I, obviously, you want to be able to be okay with it. You really, I mean, because you're like, right? Who cares? They're, you know, they're stopping by, and they're, they're I don't care what they're doing. And it, I don't think it had more to do with the with the uh, struggle of the the parking and the struggle of the neighborhood and the people in the neighborhood, not what they were there for. Okay, so I, that's a that's a that's a fine line. I know um, there is a place. Uh, I've never lied about my ethnicity or my or as self defense. What are you Mormon? No, I mean if whatever religion you are, so what. I don't think people care. So what? I've never been called a terrorist. I have. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Nobody has tried to nobody has tried to save me from my religious beliefs. Ooh, that's not true. We got kids riding on bikes 
calling themselves Mormon, trying to save me from my religion every day in my neighborhood. Really? Oh, yeah. There's those damn kids in their bike bikes? their white shirts riding around. Oh, those are Mormons? I thought and those were Jehovah's Witnesses. No, Jehovah's Walk, bro. What are you talking about? What? Yeah, no, they don't. Jehovah's so Jehovah's Walks and Mormons walk. ride? Mormons ride the bikes. Yeah. No, Jehovah's... <laughs> Seriously mind-blown right now. <laughs> I was saying, this ain't cool in the gang here, man. I mean... Jehovah's, they walk up to it, yeah. You didn't know that? I mean, maybe in maybe when the maybe when the uh, uh, the Mormons go on their uh, missionary work, they uh, you know when they're down in say, I just off the top of my head, Puerto Rico. Uh, when they're on an island like that, maybe that's when they walk around. It's possible, but I would guess you know if I show up in Puerto Rico, I'm looking for a bike. I'm looking for a bike. I'm not riding around that damn island, walking around all day on that island like the people, like the people that live there. You got to ride on a bike, right? You got to show them, hey, we're Mormon. Come to our side. That's just a thought. I mean, it might not be true. <laughs> all this from the privilege test. Oh my all this gosh. from the privilege test. Yeah, I know. Now, this is the privilege test taken in eighth grade. People were uh, a little upset. Uh, parents were a little upset. I know. I know. Uh, one parent told the station the privilege test wasn't age appropriate. I kind of go with that. Uh, a lot of those questions, you're in eighth grade. Yeah, right? sex, gender. You've been struggling. I, you know, very, there's not very many that are going to, I am a man. You know, stop. You're a kid. Right. You don't even, I mean. You don't what even, is a man? And that's a great question. What is a man? Because right now. by the way, at their age, they don't know. No. Because I can, I can guarantee you. At 14 years old, when my father passed away and everybody said, hey, you're the man of the house now, I didn't have any idea what they were talking about. And to be honest, I, I still don't. Before we get to uh, John McAfee, uh, running for president of the United States of America, I wanted to, uh, well, I wanted to take a moment to apologize to my producer, Chris Cruz. Um, I didn't realize in a previous podcast, I joked around and we were, I, you know, you know me, just make a little fun. I make a fun of everything. There's nothing, you know, sacred. And well, you know, he, we were talking about sometimes people call their spouses by the wrong name. And you know, look, we've all done it. We've all done it. And uh, I wanted to apologize, though, because I didn't realize that, you know, by doing so, when he did it, he called his spouse, uh, you know, the name of his previous spouse. She's your previous spouse, right? Yeah. No. Uh, that she left. And I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that she was that angry. So, I mean, is she planning on coming back? Are you guys I think working so. it out? I think she's coming back. Okay. Good. Whew, man. Because it's just, a, you know, it's, a, it's an honest mistake. Happens to everybody. That is true. I, no, seriously. It happens because you get so used to calling, but, you know, certain things, certain habits, they're habits. So when you're doing, and you don't think, the reason they're habits because you do it without thinking about it, right? So, like you said, you were in the process of doing something 
And in that process, you mistakenly called your wife, who you who you love and adore, uh, by your first wife's name, who you hate and despise. But because you were doing that habitual thing, you just immediately had her name on your brain. And I mean, we've all done that. I mean, there's. Do you need me to call her and work it out for you, or? If you want to call her, you go right ahead. She does appreciate you, and she usually says that you're right about some things. Uh, some? Yes, some things. Uh, there, there's, there's a problem right there, first of all. You want me to read um, the text that she texted me about you? I'm just, uh, I'm just saying that if I'm happy to, I'm happy to you know, step in and help out a little bit if I need be. No, I don't need, any te- I don't need your love text from you and the wife. Is it, is no, it's it about you. you. Wife or a, I, whew, I definitely don't want you to read those love texts. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Thank you. That's between her and me. Why is she sharing? That's. Anyway, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat uh, with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, one of the things that we like to ask is you, the listener that we put this podcast together for, do a little work for us. And I know it's. I hate to ask you. But I want you to just, you know, just do a little work for us. And, and I've laid it out a pretty easy, simple plan. Um, I appreciate if you subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't and you're just listening and you're wondering if you should subscribe, the answer is yes. And then you should, uh, what helps others find out about the podcast is if you rate and review it. And so I know a lot of you are busy and don't know what to say. And you want to try to be funny, but you don't want to be funny. You want to be serious. Look. Just do, I've laid it out for you, rate it 20 stars, review it, best podcast ever, and you're done. And then you don't have to even think about it, it's over. And then the next time you listen, what you can do is you can share it. When you're, you know, you've already subscribed, you've rated, you've reviewed it, and then you just share it. And you just hit the share button and you share it to your email address. The first email that pops up, you send it to them and you share it, whether you like that person or not. So you're good to go. And I appreciate it very much. Um, for example, you could be like like HTX Texas that says best podcast best podcast ever. I will give it twenty stars if I could. Great to listen to on the drive home. Perfect mix of news, humor, weird news out of Florida, sprinkled with inappropriateness from Jeffy. <laughs> See now that person actually went farther than he needed to. I mean, it was nice nice of H. To do that, but uh, really, I, 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 I don't. You don't need to waste your time with that. Just twenty stars and best podcast ever. You're done. Yeah, like Gear Loose says, twenty stars, best podcast ever. See, and then and then who is it? Uh, Gear Loose. Gear. Uh, Gear Loose, uh, and who doesn't have one of those? Uh, it did what as as I asked, and thank you so much. I or like Doctor Ben, he goes twenty stars, best podcast ever. See, I mean, and, and that's why I've made it so simple for you just to do. We made it simple so you could do it, and I appreciate it anyway. So subscribe, rate, and review, and I appreciate it very much because you know I don't like to people don't like to admit that they need help, but I need your help. I admit it for now. So John McAfee, uh, you remember John. He ran for president the last time around in the beginning. As, Did we figure uh, out if Glenn had him? 
because we know, were talking about this off air yesterday. I, I feel like I feel like I, well, I met him, but I think we just talked to him on the phone. I don't think we ever. I don't think he was ever here. Um, I think I just I can't remember for the life of me. I I, I could go back to some old emails, but that's a lot of work, and I don't really feel like doing. It. <laughs> I go back to you know some show prep sheets and stuff, and that's when I was allowed on the show, and. uh I could, you know, I could remember, but I just can't, can't remember. I'm not allowed on the show anymore, and so. Wait, what? Yeah, no. That's why you don't hear me on the show. There's some kind of, some kind of fat ban. I don't know what it is. Why do you move your hands? People can't see. Some you. kind of fat ban. Stop moving there. your hands. No, but I, I was just explaining. Was yeah, but you don't of, need to move your hands. Like you're gesturing of, something. Yeah, it's a some kind of a circle. Mix, some kind of fat ban in there. Hmm. Not really sure what it is, and, and people couldn't feel the hand move. This is radio. What are you talking about? Hashtag me too. Of course they know. I mean, when I'm talking and explaining things, and at this time, if I want to move the hand this way, or back this way, or this way, I mean, they feel it. So John McAfee is running for president, <laughs> and he's on the lamb, actually. He's out running uh, the government. The United States government wants to arrest him. Apparently, he hasn't paid any taxes in a number of years, uh, which is a little bit of an issue. The IRS frowns upon that. And uh, so now, at 73 years of age, and he looks, I want to say he looks pretty good for 73, but he looks okay for 73, I guess, in today's world. Because 73 is, you know, yesterday's. 37? Eh, 50. 75 is maybe yesterday's 45. You know, maybe. I'm not going any lower than 45. And so John maybe looks 60. It's better than 73, but I mean, he's had a rough life. He's still smoking, still drinking. Uh, he really, that's, a, that's an issue. And I'm not, I'm not becoming an anti-smoker kind of guy, although I can really smell smoke extra now. I mean, bad. I can tell when people are smoking and... Oof. Now, some people would say, oh, doesn't it smell nasty? No. No, it just tells me that there's a cigarette close by. <laughs> now, don't worry. I'm not smoking. Don't look at me like that. If I hear, if I hear one more person. It's so much better, don't you feel? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So much better. So much better. So, John is on the lamp. And he's on his boat, and he's posting videos on his Twitter account left and right, telling us what kind of country we're in. The new world is coming. Cryptocurrencies is the way to go. He's not paying his taxes. He's going to run for president uh, in uh, on, from his boat on exile. He's got uh, he's got people that they're already worked up about that are going to be going to different places around the United States wearing a mask of him. Uh, with their little cell phone taped to their head so that he'll be able to see the people that they're looking at so he can talk to you and, and shake, shake your hands. hand and be a part of your life and run for president. So he's going to win, in his mind, uh, the presidency oh, no, of the he's United States uh, so that uh, he can run the president. I guess after he becomes president, then does he come back to the states? He never has said. No, he hasn't said that. That's that's. Does he come back to the to the mainland, or does he still rule the country from the boat? Do we need a president? I mean, what do we do at the White House? You know, we rent it out. We Airbnb it. What? I don't know. Ooh, Airbnb at the White House. Come on, man. <laughs> but I would like to go down his 
Freedom Boats Manifest. Do you have that? Yeah, I got. I know you're all this fascinated is me, man. with this, this is guy. Me. I, I don't know why you're so fascinated with him. Because it's John McAfee. I know, but I mean, he's first of all. I don't want to break this, break your heart, but he's not going to win. You don't know that. He's not going to win. <laughs> you don't know that. I do. You don't. I do. Are you a political expert? Are you I a do. campaign expert? Well, what yeah. are your qualifications? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, I, 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 I kind of angry that you even questioned my uh, expertise in this in this topic. That's why I don't even try to cover it on this podcast. I'm I'm covering it because of you, Mister. You got to watch this guy do his videos where he's doing uh, making drinks and he's got his mixologist on the boat and they're making the McAfee Tango Wango drink. And whatever the hell other drinks they're making, and he's looking like he's doing, still doing a bunch of rails on the boat with his strippers, and he's got his wife, and he's. And if you want to go down the manifest, let's go down the manifest. By the way, it, that's the Rickarita on the run. Like you I said, the Rickarita on the run. Whatever I said, the or the, the twenty twenty McAfee, you know, the twenty twenty McAfee or the McAfee shake up, shake your behind. Mix he does up. shake a lot. He, I think he's sick. Well, he's look. After years of uh, smoking, after years of drinking, and after years of doing uh, a number of a number of things that many people would say you shouldn't do, okay. Uh, if he has, if he's not doing it anymore, if he's just drinking and smoking now, and he's giving up the other stuff, because I know a lot of times he says he's he looks like he's doing cocaine or he looks like he's doing that as part of the act for the uh, for the videos. But if he has, if he's given that up, then the body is still, you know, he's still got that Parkinson's kind of thing going on and he's moving and shaky. And even in, even after, I mean, after years of that, even if you drink, even if you, you know, you get, you drink the, uh, what is it again? Rickarita yeah, on the, the run. Rickarita on the run drink. Uh, you still, you can't stop the, those little tremors. The man. ticks. Yeah. It's, it's still there. And I noticed that, uh, uh, I noticed that he's like uh, he's like uh, the the Food Channel, the Food Network, the Chef Network. Uh, when he's doing his uh, Rickarita on the road. Oh yeah, he there's no no need for measure there's cups. Not measuring cups. There's not any bar mes- mixing cups or anything. It's just, just a matter of, oh, this looks. Yeah, that's it about feels, right. It feels good. Yeah, so yeah, that's about right. Yeah. you just only need a little just bit. Just this much. Yep. You just need a little bit of this, and, and that. you're done. And you, only, you shake it oh, up. Just a little bit of that, and then, then shake it up, which he obviously shakes very well. And it shakes up really good. Now, I don't know that we can accomplish the shake. I know, see, yeah, yeah. But we sure will try. And uh, he's got his he's got his uh, people wandering around filming him, making his videos, and he's got all his yes men and women around him. So you know, God bless him. He's made a bunch of money, and he's doing what he wants to do with it. Bless his heart. And he's saying he's not going to pay taxes. He's not paying, and it's all a sham. Uh, and things are going to change with cryptocurrency. Governments are going to have to downsize, and uh, the world will be a better place for it. So while you're on the boat with uh, John, with uh, John shakes a lot, McAfee, uh, you got uh, he's he, this is his manifest that he that he printed out because they got the Bohemian, no, the Bahamian, no Bohemian, Bohemian, the Bahamian, Bohemian. the both, whatever, the people in the islands, the cops in the islands, uh, pulled him over on his boat, boop, boop. and uh, gave a big search, and of course he had to video it, and they're going through it. He's got a number of weapons. He does uh, on the on, on the on the on the boat, 
And it's a, it's a, it's a little bit bigger than just a boat. You know I mean? He's not rowing through the Bahamas in his nine foot flat bottom. Uh, you know, he has a, he has a nice little, little, little boat. That's a yacht. But, uh, his manifest claims that they have one old man, which, which I think that's him would be him. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, he's got seven brave soldiers, which we met on the video. We did. And, um, your thoughts. They're just waiting for more drugs to be laid out on the table, really, is what they're there for. Uh, that's just my thought. I could be wrong. He's got one Italian captain. Which we met. We did. The captain is just, you know, he's just the guy getting paid to drive around in the boat. So we're going to go this way. Okay. Is he getting paid? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Captain the boat. Those things are, you know, those. Yeah, the captain's making some money. The captain stops making money, right? He just hops yeah. on the on the little buoy and he's gone. Right, a little dinghy, and he's gone. Buoy, dinghy, same thing. One, he's got one documentarian, that's which the we guy, met. This is the guy following him around with the with the video the camera. camera. He gets upset when uh, the camera's right on his face too. But uh, he's always there, always. Uh, well, of course, he's always there because he's the he's documentarian. Yeah, he's got uh, 431 pounds of dog. I'm sure he didn't include his wife in that, so I'm guessing that that's just the animals. Yeah, has. I think it's like he has five dogs, I believe. The one terrifying black woman. Oh, see, that's his wife. That's the and wife. So she isn't included in the 431 pounds of dog. I apologize. Uh, he's got enough weapons and ammo. Enough. We saw the when the Bahamian, Bahamian both people pulled him over. Uh, boop, boop. They uh, they were going through all the weapons, and uh, he's got quite a he's got quite a ray. He, you feel pretty confident he could take care of uh, the safety of the people. On yeah, the I think so too. He's got uh, food for six months. Oh, hold on. I have a problem with that. Why is that? Because he says he's going to be there until 2020. I know, but this they got to pull it. They'll pull in. Pull oh, in they'll get the restock? Oh, okay. I mean, that's why they got pulled over, right? They pulled oh, you the, know. They wanted to pull into the Bohemian Grove, the Bohemian dock there at the Bahamas, and he's got to restock a little bit. Or my picture supply. I mean, right? What a tremendous idea. Preparewithglenn.com. He's got uh, 1,834 quarts of booze. Is that a lot? Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit. That's a little he bit. He has more booze than food. Oh, yeah. And trust me, when they re- restock the food, they'll be restocking the quarts of booze as well. You can guarantee that. I promise you that. By putting in quarts, he thinks he's like a pirate. Like he has yeah. barrels of yeah. rum. Yeah. Stop it. And then he says he claims no drugs. That's what he claims. If you say so, John. If you say so. Now, you know, when he got pulled over by the Bohemian, Bahamian. Yeah, both of them, yeah. Boop, boop. They, you know, they, I don't think they found any drugs. They didn't arrest him, right? So he's got no. a good stash no. for it. Maybe he's got, I would say that if I was him, I would say that uh, maybe half of the 1,834 quarts of booze were, you know, bottles that were inside out bottles. So you keep the drugs inside the bottle, and the booze wraps around the outside, so it only so it looks like it's booze, full of booze, but really on the inside is drugs. But I'm not, you know, who am I, El Chapo? <laughs> well, well, no. <laughs> so I don't know how to smuggle stuff around. By the way, before we continue, um, remember yesterday when the video says we can no longer see him because he's in disguise. Oh yeah, he's going into a he's disguise. disguise. Um, two hours ago, he posted a picture of himself. With the locals. Completely different. Um, okay. Completely different. He's just okay. trying to throw people off the scent a little bit. That's all. 
He's just trying to mix through people up. He wasn't really going to go through a change like that, but he was just trying to throw people up. Plus, he can't change too much because he's got the masks. People got to look, know what they're looking at, right? They got to see the mask and say, hey, there's John McAfee, and then look up at the forehead where the phone is that's got the real John McAfee, and they got to be looking at it, you know, same thing. So I mean, can't change too much. That is true. Um, he did respond and gave a statement as a candidate on the Roger Stone being arrested this morning. Oh, great. Roger Stone should have come with us. I suspect his breakfast will be more welcome than whatever he is having. To be clear, he's obviously a victim of the grand jury system. Thank you. Oh, he does not like the grand jury system. There's only two countries left with the grand jury system, by the way. Liberia. And the United States of yeah. America. And he finalizes with, they're only convened when prosecutors know the quarry is innocent. Some people would say they're convened uh, when, uh, when, when people are innocent. But, uh, you know, convened, same thing. Privilege, right there. That's that white privilege test you took earlier. You're not supposed to make fun of my accent. I, di- I didn't make fun of you. You did? No, I did not. Okay. I said some people. Is that- what people? White some people? Pe- some people. Doesn't white matter- people. Doesn't matter whether they're white, yellow, red, or blue. Just some people say convened. Other people say convened. I, you know, who am I? So much more to get to on Fat Pile Friday. Thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride today. Um, look, we, I, I'm sorry about the politics of John McAfee running. I, I, should, I, I, I went against my better judgment uh, talking about politics. But I will leave you with one political story that happened today, January 25th, 2019. Um, moments ago, as we were recording uh, the podcast today for you, um, President Trump, and you'll see it everywhere and hear it everywhere all weekend long, uh, signing a deal where he's going to reopen the government for three weeks, and then they're going to convene some special to-do party, and they're going to get their money for the wall or whatever you want to call it. And if you want to know exactly the greatness of Donald Trump, watch the entire speech from the Rose Garden today and say to yourself, Jeffy was right. That's what makes him Donald Trump. Because it was just that good. Just watch it. Just watch it. Have a nice weekend. We'll see you tomorrow. Special, special Saturday podcast tomorrow. Uh, I've got, uh, we're going to find out what happens in the future because, uh, we have a time traveler that's uh, going to tell us. I'm excited.